And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just Something I've Noticed. There's a lot more yawning these days. Have you noticed that? Yeah. And the bad thing about yawning, it's contagious. Now, I'm not a scientist, but I do know that's true. You see somebody else yawn, all of a sudden, you got to yawn. You know what helps to curtail the yawning? How about a great night's rest at Motel 6? Book online at motel6.com. Use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a price you will love when you use the code CP Red Eye. That's the letters CP Red Eye, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel 6 and help curtail the yawning. That's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. Now, it's Red Eye Radio. Gary McNamara and Eric Harley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show from the Uniden America Studios. This is Red Eye Radio. It's Red Eye Radio. He is Eric Harley, and I'm Gary McNamara. Around the universe, we are. <laughs> We're everywhere. We're everywhere. Good morning. Thanks for being here. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Interesting day yesterday. Yeah. I will tell you this. Now, um, I wake up a couple hours before the you know the show begins and got to drive into work, get ready and everything else. I was not able to read uh, the entire decision from the Colorado Supreme Court mm. during the show because it's 133 pages. Mm-hmm. Uh, and during the show. During breaks, I've done my what I call my speed scanning, mm-hmm. where I can scan over it. Now, that isn't good enough for me because I'd like to go through everything. And there are people that I respect, you know, for example, Jonathan Turley, who's reviewed it and said, no, this is a horrible decision. It's a wrong decision. And this is on the decision to keep Trump off the ballot. Uh, but a couple of things I want to say on it. But the first thing is you get to the end of it. Because one of the things we saw, we were reading the National uh, Review article earlier yeah. that had that had said, uh-oh, just destroyed the Supreme Court's Christmas vacation. No, they didn't. Well, they will have to make a decision on whether they uh, are going to review it. Review it. Right. So, but, yeah. but I was under the impression that they would have to come to a decision by uh, January 5th, and they do not. Uh as they write here, but we stay our ruling until January 4th, 2024, the day before the secretary's deadline to certify the content of the presidential primary ballot. If review is sought in the Supreme court, Mm -hmm. not a decision, not a stay, but if a review is sought by the Supreme court before the stay expires, it shall remain in place and the secretary will continue to be required to include President Trump's name on the 2024 presidential primary ballot until the receipt of any order or mandate from the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. So if the Supreme Court reviews it, it's okay, we're going to review it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. This, this is a case. We basically know the case. We're going to review it. Boom. 
And of course, this is a case that they would review. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Then I guess what is the. What might be the push from the Trump legal team. To expedite it and not have it sit there. I mean, he's still going to be on well, the ballot because there they is can't, no effect. At, at that point, they can't do anything because this is a this is a review. The Supreme Court reviews it. That you're, it's not it's not where from both sides aren't going to argue this before the Supreme Court. Hmm. Okay. This isn't one of those cases where you go in and um you you basically review it and you say no, nope, sorry, this is bogus. Right. There won't be a now. Maybe the, the, they may allow you to put in your briefs. Both sides put in their briefs, but it's not like you have a Supreme Court hearing. Well, or like on an normal. I I would think. Now I could be wrong. They they might be able to do whatever they want to do. Well, because review implies then they're just looking at the case and how it was presented there. This at is, the state level. This isn't a case. So at this, the lower is, court. this isn't the kind of case you would put on the docket and say we're going to hear it in October. Right. They're fast tracking this through the Supreme Court. Now the Supreme Court may want to hear what both what the other side because the or ones, they may want to take up the review before the official, yeah. uh, you know, the um, primary season officially begins. You know, I mean, that would just be a decision by the. Well, by yeah, the they you know, they may make a very quick decision on this. Yeah, because you're you're exactly right, because they don't want other states to be following down this this same path. But what it seems to be here. And again, this is just from my scanning review of of, of everything and and uh, even taking out other people that we have played that have commented on it. Just what I got out of it. It seems as if they're number one. They're not talking about the behavior of insurrection. Mm hmm. Which again is an insurrection. Yeah, they seem right. to be attempting to redefine it as things that were said by Trump in the past that had nothing to do with the ele- the you know January sixth wasn't said on that day. Might have been said a month or two before. Basically, we're going to fight this thing till the end. Mm-hmm. And since the riot happened, they're tying the two together and saying that's insurrection. That's an insurrection. Right. That's going to get blown out of this. If if I'm correct in my analysis of again that broad stroke of it, this will get blown out hmm. very quickly. Hmm. Because they haven't talked about any type of action of insurrection where you've taken up arms, because that's what insurrection actually is, or yeah. you're you're involved in the conspiracy. You know, because if you look at the Fourteenth Amendment. This is about Confederate soldiers, Confederate generals that had a conspiracy against, you know, the United States. And the Civil War was viewed from the North. And when we got back together, that the South, uh, that was an insurrection against the United States. They went to war with the United States. Right. I don't think the Supreme Court's going to look at this. They may, they may have a decision on it. You may have them come down and blow this out before Christmas. Just because of the urgency of the primary season coming on and other lawsuits that might be filed in blue states just to stop it now. This foolishness. I would I would think that would be of great concern to get it 
get the decision there done before it officially we officially get into uh, 24. So if not by Christmas, then in the days after Christmas sometime next week. But to me, the urgency is real. And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just something I've noticed, bargain hunting is back. I mean, bargain hunting's always been around. We always love a great deal. But man, everywhere you look, people are bargain hunting. You know, there's so many great ways to find great deals. Hey, I have a great find in your bargain hunting journey. Book online at motel6.com. Use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a price that's a real bargain when you use the code CPREDEYE. That's the letters CPREDEYE, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel6.com. That is a bargain. That's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. We're talking about, you know, something, again, this isn't where he was found guilty of breaking a, an election law in Colorado. Wasn't charged with anything. Nope. The lower court judge actually came up with this whole insurrection. She just applied yeah. it and said it was true. There was no conviction, no charges That's of for, insurrection. For insurrection. I want to make sure there were, yeah. there's were. been charges, not insurrection. No charge of right. insurrection, so... Just citing it and saying you believe it rises to that. I, that's interesting enough. And again, I did, haven't gone through It's impossible to go through everything on X. Mm-hmm. But the people that are supporting this are saying, uh, a court of law said it was an insurrection. That's all that matters. States run the federal elections, and that's all that matters. It's over. It's no. done. Well, that's not they how it runs. They didn't decide. They didn't. It wasn't he was charged with insurrection or, you know, which would have happened. That wouldn't have been a Colorado charge. I mean, you know, if there was an event in Colorado, that it, you know, that would have been different. No, that would have been a federal charge. Right, but their point they're making is the state court, and, and it's a wrong opinion, but mm-hmm. what they're saying yeah. is the state court made the determination based on the facts that they have that it is an insurrection, therefore it stands because elections are run through the states, and, it doesn't, and that's, all, and that's untrue. That's not the way the legal system works. No, the, and, and the legal system doesn't work where you can make and you can make any type of court case and that federal rights aren't challenged as they're going to be challenged now. Right. And one of the federal rights is the right to run for office uh, and the right for the people in a state to actually vote for it and not have unelected bureaucrats decide what the population can do. So there's mm-hmm. a host of federal issues here. I mean, that was, but that that seemed to be the talking points that went out because I saw numerous people 
on social media posting that exact same thing. And I went, well, that's a bogus argument. Well, and Dan McLaughlin, who writes uh, at the um, National Review, uh, his headline, Colorado Grinch's Ruin, the Supreme Court's Christmas. The he writes that, you know, it doesn't mean necessarily that the high court, that SCOTUS, will end up deciding whether Trump engaged in, in insurrection. And that's true, but because they don't have to. All they have to do is say, OK, does that even apply? Was he charged with insurrection? Oh, I agree how with did, that. No, how but, did it come no. to the point of insurrection being cited as the reason, you know, under the 14th Amendment as as him being disqualified for being on the ballot in Colorado? And that's a great point. We may not get to that point with SCOTUS. In fact, you know, they don't have to. They just have to look at it and say, well, was he charged anywhere? Convicted? Even charged with insurrection. Right. And the case is, and, and the answer is no. And and that, and I, I think you can't get too complicated. I think that's what you're doing on what the Supreme Court might do. Right. Which is, we're not going to, we're not, it's not up to us to decide whether he committed insurrection that's up to a court of law, which is you're being tried. And the other the other mistake that the left's making is this is a court of law, as if Trump has basically been found guilty of right. insurrection by right. a court, that's, which he that, has not. And they're trying my, to make the case that the Supreme Court of Colorado. Exactly. And it's not the same thing that at was, all. That was the point I was, I was right. trying to make earlier. And, and because they imply because a judge said it, he was found guilty of it. Right. No. No, no. And I think you I think you may be right. I think the Supreme Court simply may come back and go. We have no idea what they're talking about. There is no charge of insurrection that the federal government has gone after Trump for. If there is no charge. And they're charging him with other things, but insurrection is not part of the charges. uh, It implies that there is no evidence. Otherwise, the prosecution they've been bringing I, I can see them writing in the, the 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 prosecutors, special counsels have brought lots of charges. None are insurrection. Yeah. So the insurrection is your opinion that he's guilty of insurrection, not in a court of law where he has been found even charged or been found guilty. We throw it out. Right. I can see it being just a paragraph. I don't it may not be extremely long. Well, no, that's it, it could be where they they make quick work of it saying. He was never charged with insurrection, much less found guilty of insurrection. So the basis for the decision is completely flawed. Right. And I mean thoroughly flawed. Therefore, we strike it down. Or they may come out of left field with something we haven't even thought of yet because it's so new. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. You just you never know what they might come, which might make sense. We just haven't thought of it, right? Yet because we don't do that for a living. Because courts don't get to just decide. Well, you're guilty. No, when you haven't been charged with something. No, they can find you in contempt. A judge has that kind of power in contempt of court. That's not what we're talking about here. Yeah, these aren't criminal judges, though. Nope. And so they don't they don't get to make that. You know, and, you know, if that had been the case, if he had been charged, you know, it would have been a federal charge. But if they would have said, well, that federal charge in uh, in our state, according to our 
state voting laws, then uh, it disqualifies him from being on the ballot. You know, you but it, it may be, it could be, could even be simpler. You don't have jurisdiction to make this call. You're a state court. Yeah, right. This is a this is a this is federal jurisdiction. I don't know. I'm just throwing that out. I don't mm. know. Again, but but it may be a lot simpler. And I told you during the uh, top of the hour, I said it's almost the way they wrote it, is if they know this is going to be overturned. No, they. It's that I I really think they. It looks like they kind of just threw it out there because they granted a stay that nobody asked for. I haven't been able to read the full dissent yet, so yeah, I'm there. there are three dissented, right? Going to be very so. interesting to read the dissent on it because yeah, it was yeah. four, it was a four-three decision. Yeah, right. Eight six six ninety red eye. This morning's USDA Farm Report is brought to you by Howes Products, tested, trusted, guaranteed since nineteen twenty. Over the next few days, lots of people will be throwing lots of parties all the way from. Huge blowout bashes down to small dinner parties. Now, if you have a dog or cat, either type party, and even just the extra holiday commotion and all... Can be stressful for our pets. Kansas State University veterinarian Dr. Susan Nelson says some pets love it, others get really stressed out. If your dog or your cat is not comfortable with strangers and other people in the house, then they should probably be shut up in a back room, dogs maybe in their crate during the party time, that way they'll be less stressed and not in the midst of everything. If you can't do that or you don't think it'll work, check ahead of time with your vet. There's herbal supplements that can be safe and effective for mild stress to help with that. And then for ones who really get stressed and bothered, we can even look at some prescription medications if needed over the holidays. Which will relieve your pet's stress and your stress too as pet owner and party host. Gary Crawford for the U.S. Department of Agriculture, Washington. This report brought to you by Senex Fuels and Lubes. Lines open for your calls. 866-90-RED-EYE on Red Eye Radio. It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Carly and I'm Gary McNamara. Uh, good morning. You know, one of the things that I saw here that that was an issue of concern, but it it really is inaccurate. And I saw it in a number of articles, and I'm trying to figure out whether it was Associated Press who wrote it. I'm looking at this one here that came from Yahoo. Mm. But I've read it in a number of articles. It said, state officials said the issue must be settled by January 5th. They didn't say that. No, you, you make a good point. What they said was that, the stay will be extended if they decide, you know, the if the high court decides to review it. Right. And they said whatever whatever way it goes at that point, then the state would, you know, the, the would would follow what the Supreme Court said. Right. Either way. Right. But if a review is there, Trump's name stays on. Right. So the issue isn't. And I, almost every article I read said, stated that in the mainstream media. State officials said the issue must be settled because that was a concern. Well, wait a minute, the Supreme Court is Christmas vacation. What are they going to do? How do they how do they settle an issue by then? And and we just said okay. Then they just the Supreme Court comes in and says 
We don't care what you're saying. There's a stay. Right. But that's not what was in the actual. And I had seen that one. I had seen a few people write, well, wait a minute. That isn't true. And then when I was reading it, I found that section myself that said no. Yeah. The Supreme Court does not have to make a decision or even put a stay in as long as they agree to review it. No matter what their eventual outcome may be, well, then Trump stays on the ballot. Okay. Uh, from PBS, Colorado officials say the issue must be, the, it's not the court, but I guess election officials, officials there in Colorado, must be settled by January 5th, the deadline for the state to print its presidential primary ballots. Right. And that's not true. The issue does not have to be settled. Well, not according to the state's highest court. They're saying that it, the stay would be continued. Right. And That's which what I'm means saying. by the time that they go to print the ballots, January 5th, if the stay is still in place, the printed ballots will have his name on it. Right. But they said the issue must be settled. The issue isn't settled. That's where I was thrown off and said, I can, you know, the Supreme Court then is going to put a stay on. Well, the question would be. It, what if the high court, I don't think this is going to happen. What if the high court said, look, we, uh, we'll throw it back down to the lower court there. You know, it's a state issue. Uh, it's a, a, the states control their elections, blah, blah, blah. And, and it stayed in place, the decision by the uh, state Supreme Court, but they've already printed the ballots January 5th with his name on it. I don't understand what you're saying. If the decision came from the high court after January 5th, but state officials printed the ballots with his name on it, which would mean he wasn't eligible for the ballot. Because they say January they, 5th is the they, deadline right, for the they, ballot. They will remove it, is what they stated in the in the thing. They'll Whatever have to go back and remove it. Right, they go then. back and remove it, yes. Okay, all right, yeah. that's what I yeah. wasn't clear yeah. America Studios. And he is Eric Carley, and I'm Gary McNamara. One note uh, we should make here that uh, the Colorado Supreme Court, uh, the, the, the decision was four to three. Mm-hmm. Uh, people should know the entire Supreme Court is Democrat. Yeah. So three of the dissenters were all Democrats. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fox News has uh, uh, this article that just came out here in the last uh, well, couple hours or so, I'm going to guess. Let me just see here. Uh, just in the last hour. Uh, they uh, talked to, let me just see here, get to, to it here. Um, Chris Landau, former law clerk for Supreme Court Justices Clarence Thomas. And the late Justice Scalia declared the Colorado decision lawfare by the left, trying every potential lever to prevent a second Trump presidency. Quote, I hope everybody's irony meters are just going off the charts tonight because 
this is one of the most anti-democratic decisions we have seen in American history that four unelected judges on a state Supreme Court have taken it upon themselves to disqualify someone who meets all the qualifications of the Constitution to run for president. Landau said he is, however, confident that the Supreme Court will take one look at Colorado's case and overturn it. It is terrifying to me as an American that this kind of lawfare is being waged, that courts are so presumptuous that they think it's up to them to decide who can be on the ballot to let democracy work. Uh, He added that any jurist is free to dislike Trump, but their opinions should not result in landmark rulings of this magnitude. Why are these people so terrified that they're bending all the rules to get Trump off the ballot? Let the people vote. Yeah. As we talked earlier and we played some audio, uh, George Washington University law professor Jonathan Turley took a similar tact, calling the ruling strikingly undemocratic, adding that the court took the broadest possible legally speaking interpretation of the law and the Constitution to make the decision. Turley said January 6th was an abhorrent day and that those who committed crimes should be prosecuted. However, Turley argued January 6th should not be seen as an event with the utility of disqualifying a presidential candidate and creating a legal slippery slope for every other state where cases are pending or will be brought. This is a time when we actually need democracy. We need to allow the voters to vote. We need to hear their decision. And the court here just said, we're not going to, you're not going to get that, Colorado. Hmm. Uh, In the end, uh, some of Trump's fellow Republican presidential candidates appeared to stand in solidarity with him including those who have been routinely critical of his campaign. Uh, Ramaswamy pledged to remove himself from Colorado's uh, primary ballot and called on all candidates to join him in doing so, saying the court's ruling is uh, what an actual attack on democracy looks like. By the way, he is correct on that. He is correct on that. In an, in an un-American, unconstitutional, and unprecedented Unprecedented decision. Uh, Democrat judges are barring Trump from the ballot in Colorado, having tried every trick in the book to eliminate President Trump from running in this election. The bipartisan establishment is now deploying a new tactic to bar him from ever holding office again, Ramaswamy said Hmm. from uh, Iowa. Chris Christie, who made uh, (laughs) criticizing Trump a hallmark on his campaign, was asked, At a town hall meeting about it, he replied he had yet to read the court's rulings, but said the courts should not be the ones to prevent Trump from winning the presidency. The voters should. He also tweeted that out later on. I want to Mm -hmm. make that clear. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, DeSantis came out against what was going on also. Said the same thing. Yeah. I haven't heard anything from Nikki Haley. Did you see anything from? I did not see anything unless it came out like in the last hour. But look, 
this is this is the leftist game. Think think about this when you step back from and you know still include the decision from the High Court of Colorado, but look at the entire equation. You got to think about it. But wait a minute. This is the court just finding him guilty because the court says so. He hasn't been found or charged with insurrection, let alone found guilty, but because we say so. Nobody's even made the argument connecting the dots to insurrection. Well, and that's the thing. Not, is that not, not even the January They 6th say committee. it in the media. They're using it. Right. Late night comedians are using it. In the legal setting, who on the left was brave enough to move on insurrection? Oh, that's right. Nobody. I mean, the bogus Jan- January 6th committee. But it's bogus. But uh, when you look at the... Here, here's my question. If you see this as a victory, if you're on the left and you see this as a victory, uh, this decision out of Colorado, do you have to be asking yourself why... No one else, no one else came at Trump on insurrection legally this entire time. Because you couldn't connect the dots. Because there's nothing there. Yeah. It, it, and that's that's my whole point, is that where are all the other, you know, states here? Well, now, I mean, if this decision were to hold, it's I don't think it's going to. Oh, my gosh. Um. What state couldn't come at what candidate and say, sorry, we think you did this. You can't be on the ballot. Uh, Nikki Haley did speak out on, on it. She said, we don't need to have judges making these decisions. We need voters to be making these decisions. So I want to see this in the hands of the voters. Uh, we're going to win this the right way. All right. Yeah. We're. Oh, is she going to run with Trump? Oh, uh, Tucker Carlson. Slip- Hear Tucker Carlson say that he won't, he, he won't, will not vote for Trump if Trump makes Haley the vice president. <laughs> Did you hear the chatter on social media that it should be Tucker Carlson, not Nikki yeah. Haley? Not coming from Tucker Carlson. Oh, yes, yes. Tucker Carlson, who lambasted Trump. Yeah. Uh, you know, and not just because Trump, he, I don't forget when he tried, when, uh, he tried to back off, but he blasted Trump and said, "Oh yeah, the last four years have been basically a waste." Right? Uh, that he's sick and tired of Trump. They mm-hmm. don't blankety blankety blank these people. And it's funny thing is, tr- the Trump supporters have completely forgotten about. He completely went against everything that Trump said. That was part of the major reason for the lawsuit. Because mm-hmm. one, but but we had said early on, because Tucker Carlson did, did say at the same time. Well, the day after we said it. That something's going on. That yeah, and, and this yeah. is when Sidney Powell was blown out, mm-hmm. you know, from the campaign. Yeah, yeah. And and by the way, before somebody calls Sidney Powell, never worked for the campaign. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Both sides said they didn't. Yeah, they were covering their posteriors. Right. Mm-hmm. When she was on stage with them, she was working for them. Yeah. If she's on stage and he introduces everybody on stage as my legal counsel, and you're a lawyer. You're a part of it. Yep. Yeah, there's no way around it. And so, but, uh, or or is it, uh, 
is is that the is that the same Tucker Carlson, the one who blasted Trump, or is it the one who uh, <laughs> apologized and moved on? And no, 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 know, no, no. Who got who believes and got forgiveness from? No, who believes there's extraterrestrials? Oh, oh, that one. <laughs> Look, I have nothing against Tucker Carlson at all. I just like everybody. We judge them by the things that they say and do. That's it. Well, I, I have no but, personal feeling towards any of any of these people. I don't know who they are. I simply look at what they say, observe what they say, and said, does it match what they're saying now? And, and also for me, it's, you know, the chatter about these dream tickets. Yeah, I know. You know? How about, I have one. Mm. How about Trump and Kid Rock? How about Trump and Romney. <laughs> All right, that one. There's a better chance being Trump and, and Kid Rock. How about Trump and Roseanne? She's been one of his biggest campaigners. Yeesh. By the way, you do hear the sarcasm in my voice. I just don't, you know, I, I don't. Maybe it's just me. Maybe you love it. I don't like Roseanne Barr. <laughs> trying to explain the principles that I believe in. Uh, people who were there say she appeared to be um, inebriated. Yeah, exactly. That was. Uh... Yeah. Not a good look. Look, the next time Trump has a rally, let her come in and sing the Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> you know, I wonder how many people don't uh, even know that. Uh, how many yeah. young, I bet you a ton of Trump supporters have no idea I think it was uh, for the San Diego Padres, was it, where she sang the yeah. Star Spangled Banner that time? Then grabbed her crotch and, and oh, spit. my gosh, was that controversial at yeah. the time when that happened. Yeah. True conservative, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the point we made on the rally thing is, <laughs> Trump, you're the celebrity. You don't need celebrities. Yeah, we said that already. You don't need celebrity endorsements. You are the celebrity endorsement. I'm Donald Trump, and I endorse well, Donald Trump. If he could get that that singer, that uh, Taylor something. I don't know. That wouldn't be too swift. I just don't think it would be. Maybe her boyfriend. Well, just <laughs> maybe Chip Roy will speak at the next rally. Hey. <clears throat> Uh, that Tom, what's his name, the football player, he's not doing anything. <laughs> Remember that whole thing that came down? What was yeah. he wearing? A, was he wearing a hat? What was, oh, he, what was rem- he doing? Remember the fury? And did Belichick say that he liked Trump too? Awesome. I don't remember if he did. Yeah. Yeah, but Trump doesn't want Belichick now. He's a loser. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's not winning anymore. So They're not winning. So like, <laughs> yeah, I don't want him to lose. Yeah, <laughs> go learn to coach again. <laughs> I could hear Trump saying that. Ah, go learn to coach again. Belichick's going to be out. He he nerds. He nerds. He, he yeah. needs to learn to code. Yeah. All right. Eight six six ninety Red Eye. Get in touch with Red Eye Radio toll free at eight six six ninety Red Eye.
It's Friday Radio. He's Eric Harley, and I'm Gary McNamara. A conservative policy group has filed an ethics complaint against Supreme Court Justice Jackson for willfully omitting required income disclosures for years while serving on the federal bench. The Center for Renewing America, a think tank led by former senior Trump White House officer, uh, uh, official, excuse me, Russ Vaught, sent a letter to the Judicial Conference with allegations that Jackson willfully failed to disclose required information about her husband's malpractice consulting income for more than 10 years. The letter suggests that the Judicial Conference should refer Jackson's possible ethics violation to Attorney General Merrick Garland for investigation and possible civil uh, enforcement. Uh, Jackson responded uh, by saying, I'm not an economist. I don't know what income is. <laughs> we're just learning that. Uh, I think what we're learning here, Gary, is that income is money that you receive. I don't. We're going to have analysts looking at this throughout the day. We're going to review this. As we learn more about that here at CNBC, I was I like oh, I like to tie into CNBC. It's right. <laughs> oh, people care about prices. I was sort of uh, trying to uh, reference uh, her, saying she's not a biologist, so she can't yeah, yeah, define no, I, I, what a woman the, is. That's first where I went, and yeah. and of course that applies too. Um, hey. I, There's I, a lot that the left doesn't know. I I, I don't know what I I don't I, know what a woman is. So how what, can you expect me to know what income is? She was trying to sell the America because we've talked about this for the last couple of days. How Democrats are playing stupid now. Right. Well, Supreme Court just Justice Jackson did yeah. at her confirmation right. hearing when she right. said she couldn't define what a woman is. Right. We right. all knew she was lying. Yeah, she or, has a lot in common. With, she's really stupid. She has a lot in common with Steve Leisman. <laughs> yeah. They don't know a lot about anything. <laughs> This is Red Eye Radio on Westwood One. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra five to ten. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> Those Weekend Golf Guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.